So what are the three the three main things the new Prime Minister Rishi Sunak needs to do? Well that's another that's another really good question. I mean, he is facing he is facing worse sort of economic and political conditions than his predecessor Liz Truss because they were actually made worse by Liz Truss, incredibly. Um I mean, very famously Tony Blair in 1997 talked about his priorities as education, education, education. And that then was Truss borrowed that to talk about growth, growth, growth. Um, I don't know whether, obviously, Sunak didn't fall for that particular trick. Um, but I suppose the first, I think the first thing uh, he needs to do is all about, it's all about economic stability, economic stability, economic stability. Uh, we have a... The Chancellor will be making that mid-term fiscal statement on the 31st of October, which will be explaining particularly to the markets about how effectively the government's going to be balancing the books. I mean, the, the economy doesn't quite work in the same way as a household budget, but I think I think we all get what that means, just so how we're going to how we're going to pay for the things that we want to do, or that the, the government wants to do. But economic stability is so important because Sunak stood on outside number 10 and talked about a profound economic crisis. Um, using that word crisis, which is incredible, really. Not only to use the word crisis, but the fact that he's been at the heart of government for the past few years. And surely there is some responsibility he should take for the, for the current position. I mean, it's obviously been made worse over the past few weeks, but it was, was pretty bad before that, too. Um, and he actually also stood outside number 10. And talked about that he's been elected by by his fellow MPs to fix the mistakes of his predecessor. I mean, we truly do live in astonishing times. So I think definitely economic stability that has to most has to be the, the the first thing. I think the second is establishing political credibility. Maybe a bit a period of boring, serious, sensible government where he's obviously got to unify his party. Um, and bring a bit of stability there and create that sort of broad coalition within the cabinet, but almost to be out of the limelight a bit where we're not talking about the sort of inner sort of the machinations and the, the turmoil of of the Conservative Party. I think everyone is kind of fed up. I don't know whether you are. I'm certainly fed up of those conversations about the, about the Conservative Party. And it's been within the cabinet. It's been musical chairs with cabinet posts over the past year. Um, how about this? There have been five, five education secretaries in the past year alone. I mean, how can you, how can you get on with governing that particular part of, of, our, of our lives uh, when you have five different people in, in that in post in one year alone? And he also, um, I think the tone of voice that, that Sunak used about it, you remember, he, well, you may um he stood outside number 10, didn't he? He didn't have his family with him. A very different, very sort of serious tone. And very sort of uh, trying to present a sort of grown-up grown up approach to government. And uh, the press were even trying to get him to smile. So I think that sort of political credibility, serious person with a sort of a serious job to do, I think that's really important. However, he talks about professionalism, you know, accountability, integrity, and he wanted to instill trust and then, then he reappoints Suella Braverman as Home Secretary after she resigned only the week before, or a few days before, 
after um, a security breach, which meant she broke the ministerial code. I mean, you couldn't make it up, could you? So that's caused... I mean, I don't know what you think, but that, for me, that's certainly has caused a lot of controversy. It doesn't really sit well, I don't think, with this his desire to to sort of act with integrity and professionalism and accountability, really. But we'll see, we'll see how that one runs. I think the third area is policy delivery in a sort of a policy programme. And really sort of trying to make people feel that their lives will be turning around. I mean, it's been a pretty... It's been a pretty poor time in the UK, but around around the world, we have a we obviously have a, a war in Ukraine. We have a cost of living crisis with with food inflation swelling at really high. I think it's the highest in in forty over forty years, and we have a people having a really tough time. So I think giving a sense of what this this policy program will be, he has said he will honour the twenty nineteen manifesto, which was actually quite a big state one, really including some big ideas like levelling up. And he mentioned levelling up again yesterday uh, when he was outside number 10. So so let's see what survives there, how much he is able to deliver of that particular, that, that manifesto, because he's, cl- he's reclaiming it as the Conservative Party's manifesto, the government's manifesto, rather than something that was associated with Boris Johnson. So that, that mandate there in order to deliver that, that programme. So... So it's obviously very early days for him. I think his honeymoon period will be very, very short and things will come, you know, events will happen and he'll have to respond to things. But I think economic stability, political credibility and that establishing what that policy programme is, I think for me, those are the three main things that, uh, that Rishi Sunak needs to do. So good question.